We are coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts. My name is Frank Allen. Tonight, we discuss shielded enclosures here on the Republic Broadcasting Network, where you can handle the truth. Joining Targeted Massachusetts is free. Just go to targetedmassachusetts.org and at the top of the page, go to Join TM. Please complete the easy registration form. By joining, you receive our newsletter and text updates automatically and the latest developments in our targeted situation. Questions? Call me anytime in the U.S. at 1-508-857-8334. Call into the show live. Ask a question. Get involved at 800-313-9443. Or listen at 605-313-0100. Six three. Targeted Massachusetts Northeast Conference airs Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays now at 9 p.m. Eastern. 515-604-9715 by phone and the access code 708-922. And this is free conference call for those of you who are not familiar. If you'd like to join our conference by computer in your address bar, type HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash free conference call dot com forward slash wall forward slash targeted. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash C forward slash targeted Massachusetts. Our chat is up tonight. Meet.google.com forward slash YTZ dash R-E-C-O dash B-I-A. And come in quietly and stay muted. And if you have a question, put it in the chat and I will ask you to unmute yourself. Because of a letter that came out on 9-24-20, in Congress. It leaves a gap where the activists can slip in with a letter or two. For the past two weeks, or actually the past week or so, Janet Phelan and I have been working tirelessly on the open letter to Congress. We have sent emails to thousands of individuals around the world. Our labor is paying off 
in submission after submission, back to back to my email address. It also has been picked up by Activist Post. They accepted the article. Janet Phelan submitted it. It is in there with the article and document complete. Some people have had increasing difficulty in opening the document to add their signatures. For those individuals, please just send me an email that says, add my name to the document, please. If you'd like to see this document, it is available by preview at https colon forward slash forward slash the word preview dot mailer light spelled l-i-t-e dot com forward slash lowercase x three lowercase z one lowercase c zero at activist post activistpost.com forward slash 2020 forward slash 10 forward slash open dash letter dash two dash congress dash on dash surveillance dash abuse dot html for those of you who would like a copy of tonight's document on shielded enclosures, just write me at frank at targetedmassachusetts.org. And at the same time, if any of you would like to have this document from Activist Post or Mail or Light, please don't hesitate to write me once again at frank at targetedmassachusetts.org. I've been getting a lot of emails and a lot of people asking about shielding enclosures and if they work. Well, during my whole targeted experience, I have not found anything that actually works. But this is a government-shielded enclosure. And I'm sure that if one is going to work, this will be it. So this is the most, the fanciest Faraday cage you will ever see. Now, the scope. This specification covers the general requirements for the design, construction, erection, and testing of a RF-shielded enclosure. It includes associated and auxiliary components furnished as part of a complete installation that shall provide the following. Architecturally styled RF 
doors and windows. Now, this is something that we should discuss a little bit. We have steel doors. Now, I don't know if they mean a steel door that is covered with copper and grounded from the edge of the door to your enclosure. That's usually the way it is done. And at the foot of the door, this must be grounded as well. RF attenuating filters for power, telephone, and signal lines. Now, if you go to your electrician, you will find that he can recommend for you filters that will work perfectly in filtering out any excess noise that you do not want in the lines. Excuse me briefly. Okay, excuse me, I had a coughing fit. I just had to uh, check it. (laughs) So, RF attenuating filters for power. And this includes your telephone and signal lines. So if you have a landline, which is something that you're going to have to have in there, you want the signal filtered. High-frequency waveguide pipes for fiber optic feed-through. Electrical wiring, lighting, and heating, cooling of the enclosure. And once again, I've highlighted filter incoming electricity. Very, very important because we have something today called power line communication. So you don't want a signal coming in on 60 hertz into your very expensive enclosure. Proper penetration of the shield as required. Okay, this is happening during the test. And they want the signal to penetrate slightly and then be dissipated through all of the copper and everything that you can think of in this particular structure is copper. Honeycomb grills for your air conditioning vents and floor drains. Now this would come in handy if you decided to put this in your garage Some garages have floor drains. Conductive metallized fabric or copper foil on walls, ceilings, and floors. Okay, they give another specification actually for copper sheets for your floors. Overlapped by two to three inches and soldered together. 
Now, the recommendation I'm seeing on solder looks like silver solder. It is actually 95% silver, 5% tin or zinc. This procedure must be followed to the letter. You don't need a gap. And you can throw rugs over this stuff when you're complete. But in the beginning, these components that you are putting on the floor right now have to be tied in to whatever you put on the wall. A true Faraday cage. It is important to note that most of the requirements herein are applicable to any high-quality shielded enclosure. But the requirements for frequency range, shielded effectiveness, and filter insertion loss should be tailored to meet the actual needs of the owner. Furthermore, if the enclosure is to reside in a salt, air, or other harsh environment, material selection and the management of dissimilar metals will require additional scrutiny to assure long-term reliability. I'll give you an example of where dissimilar metal comes in. You know, a guy will go to AutoZone or wherever and buy this fancy steel, maybe chrome over steel, bumper. But he'll bolt it on with stainless steel bolts. So what happened? It rusts immediately. Because we have what we call galvanic corrosion happening around the stainless steel bolt until it gets to the point where it actually rusts through. And you don't want that happening. So you want to use the same material. You can buy copper fasteners. So I'm trying to stress, stay with copper as much as you can. So, overall, this is going to be a room with copper floors, copper walls, and copper ceilings all soldered together. And if you are using Anything to go through, like a lag bolt, that would have to be bronze or copper because they are compatible. Then, at the joints, from the floor to the walls, the panels have to be soldered together. Now, as, as I mentioned, this requires 95.5 solder or silver solder. It's available 
at your hardware store, if you are having a contractor do the job, make sure that he is using 95.5. And a good way to find out is ask him what he's using to melt the solder. If he's using propane, it's not 95.5. You have to use other gases that are much hotter to even melt silver solder. And another thing that you should research is a copper low-temperature solder. It has come out in crafts, arts and crafts. So this is something you might want to research. Also research the tinsel strength, because as I said, if you can stay with copper throughout this process, you will be way ahead of the game. Now, if you have a contractor that is going to build this, you have to speak to him and make sure you have an understanding right from the beginning what is going to be needed, how it is going to be constructed, all the materials used, because this is going to be fussier than your kitchen because you can't have any holes that aren't properly insulated against radio frequency. Now, there are several standard papers or manuals that you can pick up, and I can make them available to you. They are IEEE Standard 299. And this is a standard method for measuring the effectiveness of electromagnetic shielding enclosures. And I'll, I'll say that again. It's IEEE-STD-299. Okay, folks, we have to go to commercial. I'll be right back. Thank you so much for listening. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. 
and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. We are coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts. My name is Frank Allen. Tonight, we have been discussing shielded enclosures here on the Republic Broadcasting Network, where you can handle the truth. In this enclosure is government issue to the tightest specifications that I have run into. They are very, very fussy. And we have gotten down to IEEE-STD-299. And this is the standard method for measuring the effectiveness of electromagnetic shielding enclosures. The next one is... MIL, or military, M-I-L, dash S-T-D, dash 220, method of insertion 
loss. Next, and for those of you who just tuned in, these are additional standard documents that should accompany you when you are researching how to do this. And if you hire a contractor, he must be very good and very bossy. MILSTD-220 is the method of insertion loss. And measurement for radio frequency filters, QQ-S-571F. So they not only show you how to build this, how to put it together, perfectly they show you how to test it so the federal specification for solder is electronic 96 to 485 centigrade that is silver solder 485 degrees centigrade A-S-T-M-E-84-91A dash dash test for surface burning characteristics of the building materials. A-S-T-M-D-4496 test method of DC resistance of conductance of moderately conductive materials. They don't want you using something that goes to the outside that is going to pick up RF. And they are very, very fussy. And this is, as I mentioned, coming from the Department of Defense. And this is something you probably won't need, but I would grab it anyway. It's MIL-HDBK-1250. This is a handbook corrosion prevention manual. And a good spot for this is if you have a wet basement, uh, it's going to tell you exactly what you need to seal that before you put your copper down. Now, we have ground rules. Discrepancies shall be resolved to the owner's satisfaction prior to proceeding otherwise. This applies to discrepancies within this document and between this document and the applicable documents listed herein and any other relevant documentation. In most cases, the requirements of this document will take precedence over all other documents. But discrepancies noted by the contractor shall be promptly reported to the owner who will make 
the final determination. Now, for those of you who are going to take this project on yourself, learn how to solder two pieces of copper together before you go any further. Measure out your rooms. Measure out the wall and the ceiling. I know you're going to say they're the same, but they're not the same down to a 32nd of an inch or something like that. And you want to overlap, so you want to go snug on the ceiling and the floor. And you want to go snug up against it with your copper on the sides. Folks, it's the bottom of the hour. We have to go station identification. Thank you so much. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. After about a month of Extendovite, I don't know what it is about uh, the circulation factor. I was able to increase the weight, increase the amount of sets I could do. It has to do with the oxygen getting to the blood. You should market this uh, as an athletic performance. And I don't change anything about my diet or anything. I just thought this is amazing. Bilberry extract has got something called resveratrol in it, which is the same stuff that you get from red wine. It's also good for eyesight. And I was reading that the uh, Royal Air Force during World War II would give their pilots bilberry jam so they could have better night vision stuff. This is amazing. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? 
quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. We are coming to you live once again from Boston, Massachusetts. My name is Frank Allen. Tonight, we have been discussing shielded enclosures. And this is because I have been getting bales of mail on shielded enclosures. And... I haven't found anything that works, but if something is going to work, I would put my money on this because there are no flaws here. And there are, I mentioned, I have one, two, three, four, five, six. There's a half a dozen manuals that go with this paper. So, to uh, properly do this, you have to pick up these manuals from the military, and I can get them for you without a problem. Just write me at frank at targetedmassachusetts.org, and I will get them right out to you. Okay, uh, we stopped at coordination. A lot of this stuff is as you would do it anyway. Because you're used to having contractors come to your homes and whatnot. But when multiple subcontractors are involved, particular care should be taken in coordinating the activities of the various trades to ensure that the shielding integrity and reliability is maintained. And a good reason to do this is there is a manual up there that teaches you how to test the enclosure. So, when you're done, or when the contractors are done, you can actually test whether this enclosure is going to make it. And it's not like putting a cell phone in and, oh, boy, the cell phone doesn't work. It must be great. No. This enclosure can be tuned to the frequencies that you want to block. Reliability. The construction and installation shall include those features that will result in reliable and stable characteristics within a minimum requirement for maintenance work. The contractor 
shall demonstrate that the material selected will continue to meet the performance requirements herein for well beyond his warranty period. Now, something to bring up here is if you're doing this yourself, and there's some carpentry involved and you're not familiar with it, get a friend who is. Get someone who is. Or a plumber, because you're going to need a plumber as well. And all of the pipes coming in are going to be copper. All right? And there's a reason for everything that has to do with this. Next, we have corrosion prevention. To promote long-term reliability, the corrosion prevention practices of MIL HDBK 1250 shall be employed. And that is a manual that is mentioned above. In no case shall dissimilar metals with an anodic index difference greater than 0.5 volts be used in close proximity to each other. When two metals or dissimilar metals come together, the most noble will destroy the other by galvanic corrosion. So, we have an anodic index difference greater than 0.5 volts. And this is the parameter that you want to use. You don't want to use a stainless steel bolt. You want to stick to copper bolts. They have them. If they don't have them, you can order them. Zinc-plated materials shall not be used. Copper metallized fabric shall not be used. Now, zinc is one of the least noble metals that we have. Uh, if you're a boat owner, you know that all of your anodes are all made out of zinc and they protect the copper through-hull fittings and your rudder and such. Now, the definition of shielding effectiveness. For the purposes of this specification, an enclosure will be considered to have a shielding effectiveness of X decibels if and only if no single point on it has a shielding effectiveness of less than X decibels, which you will get in the manual, per the procedures of IEEE Standard 299, the required shielding effectiveness shall apply to any point at any frequency in the specified range for both vertical and horizontal polarities. Now, the vertical would be a longitudinal wave. This includes, but is by no means limited, 
to the frequencies and points selected for the purposes of acceptance testing. If this even lessened my targeting by 50%, I would do it. Okay, this is something that I don't understand. And they're calling this commercial off-the-shelf or COTS material. COTS material shall be used to the maximum extent possible. Now, commercial off-the-shelf. Okay, commercial off-the-shelf of the highest quality, I would have added there. Equivalency. Equivalency of materials shall be confirmed with the owner. Now, you as the owner must be well-versed on all of these manuals and well-versed on this paper. Because this is a precision unit. All requirements, including test requirements, apply to walls, floors, and ceilings. So, in essence, your floor is going to be covered with copper. Your ceiling is going to be covered with copper. All of your walls are going to be covered with copper. And they are all going to be soldered together. So, if you took a continuity meter and went from one wall to the next, you should have zero. From a wall to the floor, zero. Or from the wall to the ceiling, zero ohms. And you have to check and make sure that all of your solder connections are complete and there are no gaps or voids. Learn how to solder before you start this project if you're doing it yourself. And as I said, they specify silver solder here. I would look for copper solder. Now, the only copper solder that I was familiar with was brazen rod. So, I believe it's available, as I said earlier, in craft stores. But, who knows? Prior to starting work or procuring material. The contractor shall submit to the owner documentation of sufficient detail to show that the contractor has a plan from start to finish that will lead to the completion of a finished product that will meet the intent of this specification while minimizing risk to the owner. The documentation shall include, but may not be limited to, manufacturer's data sheets, material safety data, 
photographs of previous usage, mechanical drawings, wiring diagrams, and a parts list. So these are all things that you can put together, and you don't have to buy it all at once. Buy a couple of sheets of copper here and there, and gradually you will come up with your list, and you'll be ready to go. I would prefer, if it were my project, to buy all of the components myself because your contractor will add his percentage on the top of the parts anyway. So you might as well buy it and buy the best because you're only going to do this once. If you were going to do it every week, fine, cut some cost. But you're doing it once. So buy the best. The contractor shall provide such information well in advance of work commencement. The exact timing should be agreed at contact, award, or shortly thereafter, unless otherwise specified by the owner. Such information shall be provided not less than 30 days prior to the desired approval date. Material selection. All materials and labor necessary to complete the project, even though they may not be specifically identified, shall be provided by the contractor unless you choose to buy it yourself. All materials shall be in accordance with applicable reference documents, including this one and all of the preceding documents that I mentioned that are actually manuals. And there will be test equipment involved so that you can test this yourself. All of the Parts used should be new and undamaged and of a quality and de design consistent with the proposed use. All metal materials shall be or made to be with proper treatment, galvanically compatible. And this is what I was speaking of. You don't want stainless steel and copper going together. And just be, because you see galvanically, it doesn't mean you can use a galvanized fastener or galvanized anything. Uh, galvanically compatible with other metal materials, they will be in contact for the duration. And you will see deterioration of the metal if it is not in accordance with the 0 0.5 figure. Where applicable, seeming and other factors that may be degrading the performance shall be considered. 
When a definite material is not specified, a material shall be used which will meet the requirements of this specification. Okay, I'm going to get into conductive fabric. Conductive fabric shall be equal to layered technologies, formally advanced performance materials, or APM. Flectron 3027-217 fabric is 54 inches wide. Since using a narrower material would result in more seams, a narrower material shall not be used. So 54 inches is your width on this material. Copper sheets. Copper sheets shall be a three ounce solid copper or better. Copper tape shall be Braun tapes, BT-726, or equivalent, and shall have conductive adhesive as well. So not only does the tape, the copper itself, but the adhesive is also conductive. Solder and flux shall be in accordance with the applicable requirements of federal specification QQ-S-571-2 F. Flux shall be type RMA. Low melting temperature solder, such as type SN63PB37-SN60PB47-SN60PB47-SN60PB47-SN60PB47-SN60PB47-SN60PB47-SN60PB47-SN60PB47-SN60PB47-SN60PB47-SN60PB47-SN60PB47-SN60PB47-SN
with the intended level of usage by the best. Honeycomb filters off the shelf. Hex cell honeycomb filters with attenuation characteristics consistent with this specification shall be used as required. So these filters are going to be for your incoming air. And hopefully your outgoing air as well. Adhesives. Roman Pro 880 adhesive or other water-based adhesives shall not be used. Nothing water-based. The contractor shall be diligent in researching the compatibility of all adhesives to be used in this project. The contractor shall demonstrate to the owner that this has been done prior to procuring or using any adhesive. Simply saying, we have been using it for years, or we have installed hundreds of these, doesn't make it. It doesn't constitute proof of successful use unless data that confirms continued acceptable shielding and structural performance is provided. Fasteners shall be galvanically compatible with materials they touch and shall be corrosion resistant. They shall be of appropriate grade. Now, obviously, you you don't need grade 8 fasteners to hold up a piece of copper. But you may have many small fasteners and make sure that they're tough. Non-conductive paints and sealers. Unless otherwise directed or specified, the stipulations of 5G apply. And I don't mean fifth generation. I mean .05. Conductive paint. This specification does not address the use of conductive paint. But the owner acknowledges that conductive paint may be useful and appropriate for this project. If the contractor can demonstrate compliance with the requirements herein and the ability to apply it to the manufacturer's specified consistency and thickness, conductive paint may be used. The enclosure, including all facilities, parts, and accessories shall be constructed, finished, and installed in a thoroughly workmanlike manner and shall be free from defects which might affect appearance, serviceability, or reliability. Now, I I would just like to interject that you are going to be able to test 
his work or your work if you choose to do it yourself. So you will have a receiver inside and a transmitter outside. Both have been specified. Okay, I guess it's almost the top of the hour. So I just wanted to say thank you um, very much for listening. Oh, I didn't see Ken from New York. I'm sorry, Ken. I'm not going to be able to grab you. I've got like 35 seconds left, I think. But we're going to stick with this, and I'm going to pick up uh, the copies of the other manuals, and you can start building your enclosure. So at this point in time, I think I'm going to say good night from Boston, Massachusetts. My name is Frank Allen. Thank you so much for listening, and God bless. would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.